This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 1st, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Medicaid now consumes 1.5% of U.S. economic output. That's 12% of the federal budget. The program is on track to consume a growing share of federal spending, crowding out other programs, perhaps entirely. Cato Institute senior fellow Jagadish Gokhale says it's time to step on the brakes. He says the unsustainable growth rate of Medicaid cannot feasibly be funded through tax increases. Only limits on Medicaid spending will be sustainable. Medicaid has been growing in the past, and the pattern of growth uh, is as follows. It's essentially uh, enrollment goes up during recessions. As a result, federal outlays on Medicaid go up. But then there's political pressure to help the uh, uh, population that is uh, 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 susceptible to uh, high health care costs and folks who are uh, low income or have children dependent on uh, some source of health care service. So there's pressure to liberalize the uh, rules of the program. In addition, in the mid-90s, The program rules and eligibility was liberalized to accommodate folks who were transiting from welfare to work uh, in the aftermath of the welfare reform in 1996. Well, those liberalizations of eligibility rules and liberalizations of benefits and coverage became permanently entrenched in Medicaid, uh, in the corpus of Medicaid rules. And as a result, the program's outlays did not return back to pre-recession levels even after the recession was over and the economic boom commenced. So in the past, we've seen, especially in the past two recessions, and after the 1991 recession and the 2001 recession, we saw Medicaid outlays surge, but then they didn't return back to their pre-recession levels because the intervening liberalizations of benefits and uh, uh, coverage Uh, meant that outlays remained high. So as a result, Medicaid outlays, in fact, if you look as far back as 1970, Medicaid outlays have quadrupled since since that year. So Medicaid is on a surging path of growing outlays, and um, if you project the implications of current trends and policies into the future, you'll see Medicaid putting huge pressure on the federal budget. If you take it to its limits, say go out 100 years, let's say through 2106, uh, Medicaid uh, outlays will take up almost half of general revenues. And that's obviously a crazy projection, but that's the point of making such projections to show the implications of continuing with current policies. Uh, and obviously there's tremendous resistance to change, changing those policies. And we project, make these type of projections in order to reveal how uh, warped the current policy uh, 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 path is for the U.S. federal government. You made the case that it would be essentially impossible to raise taxes to make up the revenue needed to pay for the future of these programs. Given the trillions of dollars of shortfalls that the federal budget is facing down the road, it's almost impossible to come up with the requisite resources through tax increases. And in any case, tax increases are not recommended as a 
as a uh, uh, way out simply because, uh, well, first of all, the American public does not seem to be amenable to increasing the federal tax stake beyond about 20% of GDP. If it goes significantly higher, there's a risk of uh, taxpayers uh, revolting against such heavy tax burdens. Uh, that revolt could be explicit. It could also be implicit in terms of changing their behavior through tax avoidance, essentially uh, stopping work so they earn less, so they have to pay less taxes because working is just not worth it, worth as much if most of your uh, earnings are going to be taxed away. Secondly, they might invest and take their capital abroad where tax rates are much uh, lower, uh, especially in Latin American or Asian countries that are resurgent and uh, do not need to uh, impose such heavy tax burdens. So capital flight and also reductions in labor supply may be the consequences of tax increases. We see evidence of that, essentially the opposite evidence, tax cuts in the recent past through uh, 2003, between 2001 and 2003 that the Bush administration has uh, uh, enacted have resulted in a resurgent American economy. We've had a prosperous rebound from the 2001 recession, partly because of the tax cuts. So tax cuts incentivize work and incentivize investment. Tax hikes, on the other hand, would have the opposite effect. They'd cause a reduction in labor supply and capital flight, especially if the tax hikes were significant, which they would have to be to meet such heavy uh, shortfalls on account of entitlements and uh, the rest of government spending. So right. tax increases should not receive priority as a means of uh, meeting these federal shortfalls. Jagadish Gokhale is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. For more information, you can read his policy analysis, Medicaid's Soaring Cost, Time to Step on the Brakes. It's available on our website, cato.org.